What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Say Says What's On Her Mind. Um, hello. <laughs> feel like I haven't recorded in a while. My kids started digital learning. I want to say the 12th. I really want to say the 12th, but I honestly, I am so confused with the days of the week, the month. It's just uh, all so confusing. But they started digital learning, and <clears throat> um, it's been okay. I really can't complain. I am blessed, and that's all I have to say. Um, praying for the teachers and even the students as far as this virus. Praying for the teachers and the staff, and God just cover them. I pray there are no many, no more deaths, you know. Um, and then I'm just praying for the teachers because this has to be hard. We got a list the other day and the teachers, um, they will be, well, in Gwinnett County, the teachers are going to be teaching the kids in class and the, the kids at home. <clears throat> so everyone is digital. They're just, the kids that are in school, they're digital. The teachers are not allowed to help them. Not allowed to touch them, you know. It's it's not normal. So that's that's kind of a little sad for the children, especially the kids that are in kindergarten and first. I mean, just these babies. I feel so bad. But um, so I I've been here with my babies and just quarantine with the family and um. If you know, I've been obviously online and um, it's sad. The things that's going on, oh, just too much. It's sometimes you, um, excuse me, somebody is texting me on the phone. It's my. upstairs but anyways so you heard about Jacob Blake um he was shot by the police officers um two police officers shot him in the back seven times and um so I don't even know. Several times by police officers. This was a few days ago. And um, I'm not sure if he is permanently paralyzed, but right now he is paralyzed. Um, and so I've been reading that, oh, he had a knife. And from what I know or from what people that was there was saying, he did not have a knife and he was going. No, he told the police he had a knife. He was letting them know because he didn't want any trouble. And um, he was going to the car to check on his kids and that's when they shot him.
So, Lord Jesus, I like the whole time when I found out, because at first it was reported that he was murdered. And I was, it hurt, it hurt me. I was, I mean, it's, I don't want to say I'm numb to it because I'm not numb to it. It's just, it's like, when will it end? So, you know, I read that he um, was fighting for his life. So I've been praying since and just praying that he can live to tell a story, praying that he can walk, be able to, to do the same things he was doing with his, his children before he was shot. So then there's a kid. So, you know, we, well, they are protesting in Wisconsin because this is where it happened. And so there's a white 17-year-old boy by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse. He crossed state lines <laughs> to kill, pretty much. I'm not going to say because the officer at the press conference said to protect property. What the hell? Are you justifying this guy? He, so listen, he crossed state lines. So he was in Illinois and came to Wisconsin. And he killed two protesters and injured one. Okay. And the cops are justifying it. They offered him water. They're joking with him. He had an AR-15 walking around with that big-ass gun. And they did not feel threatened by him. They was talking to him. They didn't draw their guns. Nothing. This unstable white boy walking around with the AR-15. Police wasn't policing them. They weren't trying to arrest him. They actually thanked him. Thanked him. Gave him bottles of water, him and his friend or friends. So, I mean, what are we, what are we supposed to do with that? <clears throat> I don't. And there are so many people on this. That's why I try to get off of social media. Justifying this, this kid murdering two people. Tucker Carlson from... Fox News, you know his bitch ass is on there justifying it. So that just rubbed me the wrong way, seeing all that. You know, you want to keep your spirits up, and then it's just it's too much. And I'm, but you know what? I respect the NBA players. 
I really do. I respect um, LeBron James. Um, you know, a lot of people hate to love. A lot of people hate on LeBron. I remember I didn't like. I did not like LeBron James. Um, but it had nothing to do with. First of all, I didn't know him as a person. I still really don't know him as a person. But I feel like he's showing us a lot of who he really is. Um, but you know, basketball. Like I was. You don't. But I like. I am a Celtics fan because I'm from Rhode Island. So we rep Boston Celtics. And all that good stuff. But, um, you know, I was still, obviously, I like other um, players like Kobe Bryant, um, Penny Hart. You know, there's a lot of players that I like. Um, but, yeah, I didn't like LeBron <laughs> at all. At all. But. So, LeBron. The Lakers and the Clippers, they're not playing the whole season. People are mad. Oh, come on now. That's what, no. This is the only message these white supremacists, these white rich men, this is the only message they hear. That's the only message they understand. That's the only thing they understand. You hurt them in their pockets. You hurt them in their pockets. Because they don't care. They will sit there and like, oh yeah, you can wear your face mask. Oh, <laughs> but Kenny, what's his name? What's his name? Kenny Smith. Um, he left the TNT talk show. Like he walked off. Um, because. He's sick and tired. But you know Shaq and what's his name? Charles Coonley. <laughs> Charles Barkley. They they sat. They they didn't move. I didn't even care to hear what Shaq had to say. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Embarrassing and shameful. But if you don't stand for something, you don't fall for anything. And we already know how Charles feels. <laughs> Everyone knows about Charles Barkley. So, but yeah, I. Hmm. <sighs> I couldn't imagine the NFL doing Do you think the NFL would do something like that? You know, their season is going to be up soon. Do you think they will do that? Boycott the NFL. I don't feel like they will. They did not support Kaepernick. They didn't support him at all. So I really don't think they're going to do all that protesting. They're going to do as much as they, you know. But those are the people's pockets they need to hurt. But I'm so disappointed in Shaq. Like, we all know Barkley is who he is. 
I've met him a couple of times too. And he, like, he, he's obviously for, you know, he, he's not for us. But Shaq, I just didn't understand why Shaq didn't get up and, and boycott the NBA. I mean, how can we expect them to take us serious? If our own people don't take us serious, it's just, they just sat there and said nothing. But I'm proud of Kenny for taking a stand. Um, I'm proud of all the NBA players that are taking a, a stand, you know, mad respect to them, you know, kudos to them. We're, we're tired. Some of us can't even sleep because of all this. Some of us really, we, we're not getting sleep. But, and someone was saying, well, Shaq, he supports Papa John. He does support Papa John. I forgot about that. Papa John is a racist. I don't care how you flip it. And, and twisted these races. Shot down on Papa John. But so I have respect to them. You know, Breonna Taylor's murder whereas those cops are still they're still in join their life. They're still living their life, their best life, thanks to Daniel Cameron. He's a uh, he's a Kentucky Attorney General. That man has <laughs> he could care less. He can care less about Breonna Taylor, her family. Our protest, he does not give a damn. He doesn't. Did you see the pictures of his um, engagement party? He did not have any of his family members there. It was it was like an all white party, and I'm not talking about the the outfits. I'm talking about the skin. No body in his family. He don't even have black friends. Just disgusting. But I pray that Breonna Taylor gets justice. Her family gets justice. Hmm. But, um, um, I'm gonna talk about other stuff tomorrow. I just really wanted to just get on here and say a couple of stuff. What was actually on my mind? Um, but there's one thing I want to talk about. Masika. I don't know if you know who Masika is. I'm not really familiar with her. All I know is that she has a baby by a rapper, and she's always in the shape of comments. 
Um, but she made a video um, saying that she was kidnapped. And, and she was in a warehouse. She didn't know where she was. She was so scared. Um, she said that they took all her money and they want more. So then she was like, please, please help me. Click the link in my bio. Subscribe to my OnlyFans and tip me so they let me go. This bitch. So she she has bruises all over her. She has fake makeup. It looked real. And all over her body. And so I don't know how she expected the fans to take it, especially what happened to Meg Stallion, you know, stuff sex trafficking. Like there's so much going on in this world. For you to get get on social media and do some stupid shit like that. It says a lot about your character and who you are. So then she gets back on social media and she's like, follow at Rose um, organization. Please follow. Like, she doesn't say why. So then she says, um, oh, to end human sex traffic trafficking for kids. To end child and human sex trafficking. So then she says that, um, Okay, guys, now that I have your attention, I'm doing this for an organization. Da -da 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 -da. It's called Rose Organization. And she's like, I'm doing it because I want to bring awareness to sex trafficking and child, you know, all that stuff. And so the person calls her out and is like, no, like, I appreciate her putting the name out, but uh uh. She wasn't doing that for me. So she pretty much thought she was going to get feedback for doing that and get her OnlyFans thing started. And when she did get feedback, she pretended as if she was doing it for an organization. So I, I don't understand how these people think. She has to be on drugs because you can't be mentally stable and think that was okay. Like, you just can't. So, I, I don't know. But anyways, guys, it is 1.08 a.m. And I'm going to make sure I record a podcast this weekend. Well, my son's birthday is this weekend. But yeah, I'll do it on Sunday. Um, I love you guys and thank you for listening I know this is like very random and probably sound like boring as hell but I was like yo I need to talk to someone because <laughs> everyone is sleeping and I haven't made a podcast in like forever I'm just like ready to like you know I was ready to relax and just record a podcast but now I'm like ex extra tired but, oh, one more thing. So my husband bought me a camera, and so I want to start taking pictures and hope you guys like it. Remember to check out my Facebook and Instagram. Say says what's on our mind. I love you guys, and I pray that you have a blessed night. Hey guys, um, and what's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Sayi, and you're listening to the Say Says What's On Our Mind podcast.
Say Says What's On Our Mind is about me speaking on real life stories, entertainment, celebrity news, and everything in between. So thank you for joining and let's get into tonight's topic. Well guys, it has been a minute. I've been taking a little break when I get overwhelmed about things, things in general, I just feel like I need a break from certain things. And so I took a break from my podcast. Um, I've just been feeling heavy, like lately. Um, just trying to process everything that's happening, everything that's going on in the world. Just everything. My kids started school four weeks ago and... It has been a little challenging, but I, I'm i literally not going to complain. I really don't have anything to complain about because they have been kicking butt. Like, I'm so proud of them. Um, their teacher, on the other hand, well, my oldest teacher, she's fine. No problems. But my youngest, this teacher is the worst. Um, I worked with her. Um prior to the pandemic and she's very nasty very aggressive um obviously she wasn't his teacher before because she's in a higher grade but um i've seen her around i never thought like oh there's a possibility that she can be my child's teacher um but she is and um <clears throat> so her and i had an issue on friday long story short um I definitely thought I was going to have to punch her in the face, but the Lord, I heard his voice so loud, but I definitely reported her, um, and, you know, hopefully that is taken care of, because on Tuesday when she gets on that screen, she better not try me, okay? But yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what I want to talk about, but I am praying for everyone's children that's going back to school tomorrow. Um, may God protect you guys, my family, my friends, and their children. You guys are covered in the name of Jesus, and I am just praying that this virus is dealt with or something, because it, it needs to be over with. I'll be seeing people going to the beach and traveling i'm like i'm jealous but i'm like oh, I ain't mm -mm. i'm not trying it i'm not trying it god bless you all you know but i'm not trying it i'm not staying my happy butt at home okay so i didn't get to talk about brandy versus monica and i know that was last monday but guys i have to because i just have to it was legendary okay it, it i just love our era like the era of the 90s i just love it and i still listen to the music my kids do not listen to music that is going on they don't know who future is okay certain songs they do know of because of school but no they don't listen they listen to michael jackson which is back in, you know they listen to old school. We listen, we even listen to Otis, okay? But Brandy, we listen to Brandy. And we were so excited when Moesha came on Netflix. It was like 
amazing. And then I decided, like, wait, I don't think they're old enough to watch Moesha because certain things that they would talk about, like, was not appropriate. But, um, yeah, we love Moesha in this house. Um, but yeah, it was legendary, it was iconic, it was a celebration of undeniable hits from both of them, from both queens. History was made on Monday, okay? And I love both of the artists, I'm not here or trying to put them against each other, but I do, okay, so I love both of the artists, okay? But obviously, Brandy is my favorite, she's always been my favorite, um, she's a musical genius. We call her the what? The vocal Bible. Okay. She is Mother FMOisha. Okay. <laughs> but, um, she's a true artist. You see, you saw that when you watched Versus. She had her journal, her poems. She's an artist. I just love her. And Monica, she is Monica. You know, she has hits. We're not going to deny her hits. She has hits. However, I have seen Monica live before in person. And I just wasn't impressed with her vocals. And I've seen her on TV. And I wasn't impressed with her vocals. I actually, oh my God, I have seen her in person recently. Well, at the Beyonce concert. And it was horrible. I was like, why is she even here? Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. But it just hit me. I was so pissed off. Because I was like, huh? But anyways. But, you know, she has hits. Monica has hits. And, okay, I was I was proud to watch both of them. I was proud. I wanted to celebrate them. But it was, I couldn't deny the fact that Monica was being very shady. And she wasn't receiving Brandy's, Brandy was, I don't know how to put it. Okay, so a lot of people thought Brandy was being shady to Monica on the internet. A lot of people, when I post on my page on Twitter, they were saying, you know, Monica, Brandy was being shady. And I feel like Brandy is an awkward black girl. And I can relate because sometimes I do shit and it's like me just being awkward and people think I'm being rude, but I'm just really just being the awkward person that I am. I'm very awkward if you don't know me like it might come off as something else but I promise you I I'm an introvert I'm awkward it's just who I am and I feel like Brandy is like that I feel like she was genuinely happy to be there and she kept saying it so like I don't understand like I don't understand why you guys didn't get it but hmm so this interview with Dallas Austin talking about Brandy was punched in the face by Monica. That didn't rub me the right way at all. I felt so tight. Between uh, Monica and Brandy, because I guess there was some sort of lightweight beef between the two Listen. of them. Or heavyweight beef. <laughs> they got a fight. Heavyweight beef. <laughs> they, went to the, they went to do, was it the AMAs or MTV? They went to do one of them. But Monica never liked Brandy, and Brandy now, you know, she was like, the, Monica's very ghetto when it came down to it. She was like, she's too proper, and she's too this, and I think Brandy might have, looked at her a certain way a couple of times and looked at her like the little, you know. And so from that point, I was just like, they, you know, even to have them do the boys, my Monica was like, nope, not doing no song with her. I was like, ah, come on, you got to. It just makes the most sense. And Clive wants it and, you know, let's just do it. So we did the song. I did Monica stuff out here and the brandies out there. And the first time they actually saw each other to do it was, I think it was American Musical was or something. 
And before they could even get to the stage, Monica decked her in the face, <laughs> popped in the face backstage. And I'm like, oh my God, this is even before the performance. So everybody's finding out how we're going to have a performance that looked like they're not, you know, at, at war with each other. But it worked out because the song was supposed to be at war with each other. So nobody could really tell that she punched in the face before the performance. Uh, um, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> so they do a song together. And I think it's also kind of dope that uh, Rodney Jerkins, Dark Child, co-produced it because yeah. he was Brandy's main producer. Yep. You know, so all the, all you know, all the producers and all the, you know, the two producers and two artists go and make this this dope song and even though they make the song, they, they never actually meet face-to-face or whatever even though the song becomes a hit until that one day, until that, that show. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm going to stop it there. So, <laughs> so here's the thing with me listening to that it just kind of like it got personal because when I moved to Gainesville um I felt that way um a lot of I felt like a lot of the girls did not like me for no apparent reason and I get that vibe from a lot of girls in the south um what am I gonna say in the south because I don't know a lot of girls in the south but in Georgia, a lot of girls, they still act like that. There's many, many, many girls that I've met that act like that. When I meet girls and I vibe with them, they're usually older than me or they're usually from up north. Like, my friends that I have met that I really click with, they're not from Georgia. Okay? And... I'm not saying all of the girls that I've met because I've met girls from Georgia that are really cool and beautiful inside and out. Um, But mostly, I will say, all of the girls that I have met in Gainesville that are African-American have been the same way Dallas described Monica to be around when she met Brandy. She didn't like Brandy because Brandy was proper. And I don't think it's fair, but that's how they are. I have had... Many, many girls like that in in Gainesville. And, but it's fine because I'm just like, I'm the type of person like, if you, if if I feel like you are not even feeling me, I'm not going to push myself on you. Bye. Keep it moving, right? So, but Monica does give me that vibe. She gives me that vibe and I feel like that's the vibe I was getting off. Even when Brandy was trying to celebrate her, she kept like girl go somewhere whatever but you know we we celebrated both queens but we're not gonna deny the talents of brandy okay norwood okay we're not gonna deny the talents brandy has hits brandy is moesha she was on broadway um come on now we're not gonna deny that she paved the way for a lot of a lot of these women, okay, we're not going to deny that. And I understand maybe that's why Monica was jealous. I mean, Brandy, she was a whole movement. We wanted to wear our hair like her. I remember I wanted her whole outfit, and um, I want to be down. And I remember their, her outfit, similar outfit, was in Kmart, and I wanted my mom to get it for me so bad. And I actually did have an outfit like that. And but I never had my hair braided like Brandy. I wanted my hair braided like hers. But um 
Come on now. She had her own Barbie dolls. She was Cinderella. She was on Broadway. Like, we cannot, we cannot deny her accomplishments. Come on. We cannot deny it. Okay? And we're not, I'm not trying to make, Mon well, I can't make Monica sound listening to this, but it's not to put Monica down or whatever, but it's like, she contributes so much to entertainment to rep she represented us in a positive way and we have to shine light on that and we have to give her her flowers and that's not saying that Monica didn't you know have an effect on other girls or whatever um I just wasn't really a fan of Monica like that I was a fan of her music and I still am I'm a fan of her music but the fact that I've seen her live and I just was like, oh, you know, who am I to judge? You know, I'm not a singer, but if I paid to go, if I paid to go to her concert, I would have been disappointed. But the fact that that was Beyonce's concert, I was like, okay, she needs to get off the stage. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, like you just come on now. But we're going to celebrate the queens. They're both queens. I just felt some type of way. And I and Monica, people were like on her page. Yeah, Monica. Yeah, you. I'm glad you played that bitch out. Like just being, she was a little. <sighs> no. But she did send out this message, I guess, to shut all her fans up. All the people that were fashion brandy. And um, I'm glad they both started posting about each other after verses. But Monica sent out this and it said, My prayers have been said as well as many of them answered. Communication and compassion bridge a gap that not many will understand. I celebrate you, Brandy. Your legacy, music, and catalog are undeniable. Okay? And they like, and that was amazing. That was amazing to see. I'm glad she did that. And like I said, Monica has hits. We're not ever going to sleep on that girl's hits. Because when she was playing it, I was like, kick down the doors, black and chick. Okay. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Like, I really have to wake up in the morning to, to get on Zoom with these cheering. But, um, yeah. So, with all that said, I did feel a way because watching that interview, I was like, this bitch ain't never like Brandy for no reason. <laughs> but you know whatever but I have some exciting news for me um Usher he announced his Las Vegas residency it's in July and I'm excited I'm so excited I am a fan of Usher I think he is amazing Okay, you can say whatever you want about Usher. You can say whatever you want about his personal life. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with me, okay? However, he is an artist. He's in a, he is a performer. And he's a, li a living, living, living legend, okay? Usher is a living legend. And we need to give him his flowers, okay? Because people are like... I don't know. I don't, no, give him his flowers. 
You can tell he takes pride in his music and in, in his art and his voice, in his crap, everything that he does. He puts a lot of work into reinventing his his style. He he puts a lot of work in that. But he's you know, he still stays true to himself. I got soap all over my counter. But he still stays true to himself, and I like that about him. And I don't like that people keep comparing him to Chris Brown because there's no comparison. Like, Chris Brown is another person that, he, first of all, his vocals don't have range. And he's just not in the same, like, they're, no. What? Chris Brown, no, Okay. I'm not even gonna go there with Chris Brown because I'm not trying. I'm trying not to bash our brothers and sisters, but mm -mm, please stop comparing Usher to Chris Brown or Chris Brown. To, like no, no. That's I just don't feel like it's right. And <sighs> Meg Thee Stallion, I got mad the other day because all these stupid fools. These rappers are saying they need to, they need more facts and they need to hear, <laughs> they need to hear the um, Tory side of the story. I mean, it's just, it's upsetting. It's upsetting that a lot of these celebrities are silent and, but I'm not surprised because a lot of these industry, not going to say a lot, but some of these industry guys are abusive. And they are, okay, these are some insecure men that women didn't want before they had money. And probably black women didn't want them before they had money. And that's why they're so disrespectful to us, because we didn't want them. Um, because, I mean, they probably had, and I'm not talking about their looks, but... They probably had some issues that they had to take care of getting some counseling or something. And we didn't want them. And so, you know, they wanted their exotic woman. So they don't respect us. They don't respect Meg. Look at 50 Cent. All he does is bash black women. He was the main one to post something about Megan. So I really had a problem with them not speaking up. But I, I understand because then we would be calling them hypocrites. But for you to say that you need facts, you need to know the other side of the story, but you guys are the same, these rappers are the same people posting about the cops shooting an unarmed black man. And those white people are, are the ones that are saying, well, I need to know the whole story. What did he do? Exactly. So why can't you defend Meg the way you defend an unarmed black man? It's like, it's the same thing. But, like I said, we are the most unprotected black woman. So, you know, I'm, I pray that she, you know, she's doing okay and, and all that good stuff. But I am tired. I just want to say whew, one more thing. Um, Chadwick, oh my gosh. This, this was a shock. Um, I remember seeing his picture 
when he had the 42 hat on. First of all, I love that movie. But when he had the 42 hat on, um, he, he looked sick. And I remember sending that picture to a family member. I can't remember who. And I was like, oh, I hope this is for a movie. Jesus, help him. I was like, I hope this is for a movie. Not knowing his condition was because of colon cancer. Not knowing. And people made fun of him online. And, oh, Jesus. To, to know that this man, our hero, during all of the movies that he made, he was battling cancer. Doing black panther oh my goodness i remember falling in love like all of his characters i literally fell in love with when he played jackie robinson when he played james brown i literally fell in love with him like he's such an amazing actor and then <laughs> I've seen his interviews in the past and I fell in love with him. I remember just being amazed during the press for Black Panther. I just was amazed by all of the characters, all of the actors and actresses. And I remember because even Michael B. Jordan, I never really was a fan of his. But just watching their chemistry, all of their chemistry together, it was like a family it's the, it wasn't actors and actresses. It was like a family just watching them and how they represented us. I just, wow. I just pray for his wife, his family, because I don't ever want to ever have that feeling. I can't, I can't even imagine what she's going through. Jesus. But I'm just praying for them. This man died thinking of others and wanting to make other people happy. And that just says a lot about who he was. It really does. And it makes me proud. Amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just, oh. it took me, my sister called me and told me um, when he passed. And it took me a minute for me to like, I, I just, wow. I don't even know how his wife is doing it. But we just, we pray for her. Whew. Life is too short. We really have to make sure we do what makes us happy and what makes us just do what makes us happy, encourage others, encourage ourselves. Keep the people that you want in your life, in your life. And make sure you're always available to give your love away. You know what I mean? Like, 
don't act like you're so busy for your family. Just, there's so much going on in the world. Like, life is literally too short. And we take, we take our families for granted. We take our passions and stuff for granted. That's why I'm, like, really trying to do what really makes me happy. And, I, and there's so many things that I want to do for my children. And, um... But anyways, guys, it is late, and I, I really thank you for listening. I know I've just been, probably don't even make sense. I'll probably listen to this in the morning and be like, what the hell was you saying? But um, I know one thing that I will remember is that um, life is too short, and don't take it for granted. And I want to read this African proverb. When there is no enemy within, the enemies outside cannot hurt you. Have a blessed day.